Hi guys, hope you're doing well. Welcome to another episode of the Teen Christian Podcast. Today we'll be talking about standards. So a good place to start when we're talking about standards is within ourselves. Because we can't put standards on anybody else if we're not abiding by and meeting our own standard. Otherwise we'd be hypocritical. So when we have our own standard, it should be a godly standard and a Christian standard, obviously. And we should be setting that standard and meeting it in order for us to have that same standard for somebody else. So if we have a standard to go to church on Wednesday, go to church on Sunday, and pursue God wholeheartedly, but then the next week it's, you know, we popped in on Wednesday, but you went to a party on Sunday, you know, you just got too caught up and, you know, you're just falling behind, understand you just didn't meet your same standard. It's not a standard anymore. It's just a goal. And... With goals, the thing is, the thing is about goals is that nothing happens if you don't reach that goal except you just stay where you're at, right? You're just in the same position you were at if you didn't go to church on Sunday or Wednesday. But if you set a standard, that's something that you are holding yourself accountable to. And maybe your friends or family are holding yourself accountable to. Maybe a, a spouse is holding yourself accountable to. Holding you accountable to this standard so you have to follow it and you have to pursue it. So one thing I want to touch on, too, is our personal standards are gateways to what we can approve and what we can remove from our lives. So if things or someone isn't meeting that standard, we can remove them. Or if things or someone are meeting those standards, we can approve them. And I know it's a very simple concept, very basic, but you would be surprised at how many people don't have a standard for themselves and question why they're in a toxic relationship or question why they have toxic friends who don't care about them. But they never set that standard that would have avoided all that destruction in the first place. Now, obviously, I'm not saying that a standard would make somebody perfect or someone meeting your standard is going to be perfect. But I am saying that that standard will help you avoid a lot of destruction and avoid a lot of things you don't want to deal with in the long run. So more specifically, when I'm talking about friendships, the outside world is full of people that are worldly and people who, you know, have their own desires, their own agenda, and you don't really know where their heart is at. So just by simply setting the Christian and godly standard, you can already weed out quite a few people who don't need to be in your life. And a lot of times I feel like we keep people in our lives who we don't really need or we, who we know God is telling us, hey, this person is not helping you grow spiritually. Or hey, this, this girl, this, this boyfriend of yours, they're not, they're not helping you grow and they're taking you away from the church and they are making your relationship with me dwindle. And God's telling us this, and we just, we just hold on. We'd rather hold on for our own selfish reasons or because it's just fun or because we didn't set that standard. We didn't set that standard, so we don't know any better. We're just like, well, I mean, I can't get much better than this. I mean, old Sally, she's just, she's just it because I don't know any better. I, I haven't met no, no other girl like Sally. But did you meet Sally with a standard? Did you meet Billy, Billy Joe with a standard? <laughs> I'm not trying to just be funny, but I mean, I'm trying to figure out names and I really don't know. But did you meet them with a standard? Because if that was the case, if you met them with a standard, you would not be in the dilemma that you're in. Now, I'm not saying I'm also not saying that just because you set a standard, you won't have any issues or any problems. But again, the vast majority of the destruction and the toxicity and all that stuff will be avoided if you just set that simple standard. When we have past friends or exes. These are examples of people who didn't fit in that standard, right? They're not in your life for a reason. They're not there anymore for a reason. And 
obviously, I, I am talking to the people who did set a standard. If you didn't set a standard, things didn't work out, and then, you know, who knows? Probably y'all both were not beating the correct standard, but it is what it is. But those who set a standard and don't have friends anymore, those who set a standard and doesn't have a girlfriend anymore, who are single in a single season right now, understand that you do not have to lower or put away your standards because they are not meeting them. God does not want that for you. God doesn't want you to lower your standards and lower the criteria that you are setting to have a spouse, have a friend evolved in your life that's going to impact you and have a lot of influence on you just because they were there for fun or just because they were there to have a good time or just because you knew them for five years and he's your homeboy. No, no, no. The truth is you could know them for your whole life. The truth is you have the most fun with them at every party you go to. But if they don't meet those, those standards that you're setting, those Christian standards that you're setting, your growth with God will dwindle and it will go down. It'll be more on a negative slope than a positive slope if you would have just set that standard. And obviously I, I mentioned the exes and the friends, you know, I, I mentioned those because a lot of times people will be in the position to say, man, the reason I got trust issues is because my ex or the reason I don't have any friends anymore is because of old boy or because of old girl. And they just, they really messed me up. They backstabbed me and betrayed me. But the truth is, the truth is if, if we don't set that standard, this will continue to happen. This will continue. We'll continue to have exes. We'll continue to be in relationships that are toxic and not good for our spiritual walk. We'll, we'll continue to have bad friends and friends who take us to the party, take us to the club, involve us in drugs and do all the worldly things because we have a worldly standard or no standard at all. No standard. With no standard, there is no approval. Think about it. God sets a standard on us and with us setting no standard on anybody else, how can we expect to have God's approval on it? So we want, a, we want a godly relationship. We want godly friends, but we have no standard for them. And in return, we just expect God to be like, yes, this is my will. And I approve. Y'all go ahead and get married or y'all can go ahead and hang out and make sure y'all influence each other very well because there is no standard being involved. That doesn't make sense. So if there's no standard, we cannot expect God's approval. The godly standard is a standard we need to be abiding by. And again, it's not a perfect standard. We shouldn't be expecting someone to be perfect or one of our friends or a potential spouse to be perfect. But we should be expecting that they abide by what we abide by and stand for what we stand for as Christians. That we worship the Lord, that we read the Bible, that we go to church, and that we're involved wholeheartedly. That's not a bad standard. That's a good standard. Some people would but different and be like, oh, that's too much, that's being extra, or that's just too righteous. But no, not, not really, realistically speaking, you know, when we set a standard, you can still add on to your standard too. So don't think that, hey, this year I started reading my Bible, this is my standard. And then in two years from now that you won't have five more things on your basic standard. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's growth, that's growth spiritually. And quite honestly, you know, God loves when we have a more a more clear idea of what his will is for our life. And we can definitely find that in scripture as far as what God wants and what God expects of us and expects of who we associate ourselves with. I mean, we can find those basic things in scripture. Um, but I wanted to pull up a verse here and just get a better view on 1 John 2, 16. 
For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. So just off this verse alone, we can see that worldly people with worldly desires are probably not God's will for our life, right? And I mean, that's just pretty basic. That's not even the rest of Scripture. That's just one verse. So we can read Scripture and gain knowledge on the principles of God, the morals of God, and what He wants for us, the standard He sets for us, and then we can implement that to our own standard and set that for other people for who we allow to our lives. And from there, we can see, hey, this is who I need or this is, this is who God has for me, and this is not. This is somebody who I entertained because they were funny or I thought they were cute or attractive, and this is just not what I need spiritually. It's what my flesh wants, but it's not what my spirit wants, not what my soul wants. It's not what God wants for me. Um, but more specifically, when we talk about relationships, the verse talks about the desire of the eyes. You'd be so surprised as to how many people put away their standards and throw everything away because they became desperate. Or because, man, God just took too long. I'm tired of waiting, Lord. I, I know I said I was good in the single season, but it's becoming a little too long and it's my time. We say it's our time and we really don't know. We're not sovereign like God and we really don't know the true depths of the decisions that we make and why God wants us to wait and why God chose this person in our lives and why this is God's will. Only God knows that. So when we just put that all to the side and we pursue someone wholeheartedly because our flesh just says so or because we're, we're desperate, then we'll put ourselves in danger and in jeopardy spiritually. And that's not worth it. That's not worth it. You know, it's, it's not worth the price to pay. It's just, hey, I'm impatient. I want it now. I'm getting it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And it will come with the price. It's much, it's, it's, it's a whole lot better if you just set the standard, be patient, wait on God's will so God's will can meet that standard, obviously. And everything will feel a lot more complete and a lot more wholehearted like God wanted it. But when we just force our way into a friendship or force our way into a relationship, man, that standard that we just set is no, the whole point of it is gone. There's no point even having the standard anymore because it's no longer a standard. It's just a past goal. Thank you guys for coming and tuning in today's episode. I know it's a little bit of a short episode, but y'all, please forgive me. It's just been things happening, but again, I'm, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep doing my best to keep posting and post at least once every week, but I definitely appreciate you guys. Hope you guys stay blessed, stay safe, and y'all have a good one. Peace.